everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dorenda Wilson podcast. I'm Dorenda Wilson, wife to one, mom to eight, ages 16 to 30, Nana to seven, and 25-year veteran homeschooling mom. I'm also the author of The 4-Hour School Day. This is a book that has recently been published, How You and Your Kids Can Thrive in the Homeschool Life. It's based on my 25 years of experience homeschooling our eight kids. I show you why you don't have to force your kids to spend hours slaving over book work all day in order to have a rich, full education. I would love for you to go check out The 4-Hour School Day. This is for families who are new to homeschooling, who are already homeschooling, or even those who are just thinking about it. The 4-Hour School Day is available on Amazon at your favorite bookseller or on my website, DorindaWilson.com. And a big shout out to all of you who have been uh, so faithfully leaving reviews. Um, We blew past the 50 on uh, Amazon and... We're now at 71, but keep them coming as you can. If you can take a few minutes to leave a review, uh, it would be greatly appreciated. Amazon rewards that and kind of gives me free promotion for it. So I appreciate your help with that. And thank you for reading the book. So we are in um, actually part two of our uh, podcast on homeschooling as a single mom. Um. I mentioned in the last episode that one of the chapters in my book, The 4-Hour School Day, is titled Overcoming Obstacles. Um, There are testimonies from several moms um, in that chapter who had what most would consider insurmountable obstacles to homeschooling. They each share what their obstacle was, why they decided to move forward anyhow, and what the results have been. And so, you know, I feel like a lot of people would consider being a single mom an obstacle that would keep someone from homeschooling, but there are actually um, more homeschooling, single homeschooling moms out there than one might think. There's even single homeschooling dads. I think that's a very small demographic, but they're out there and they're rocking it. So um, today I'm excited to have my friend LaToya back again. She shared her story in the first episode. Um, If you want to hear that kind of the, the kind of her, how she ended up homeschooling. It's a great, it's a great testimony, great story. Um, and you can go back and listen to that to that episode. But Latoya, um, I'm just going to give a little quick intro of who you are in case someone missed that first episode. Um, she is a homeschooling single mama to four boys living in Tampa Bay, Florida. She's a Christian life coach and a writer. She helps Christian women overcome fear through bold and courageous faith so they can walk victoriously through trials, knowing God is with them every step of the way. And you can find her at her blog, Women Finding God. And we'll mention that at the end as well. And I think your Instagram handle is the same. Is that correct, Ludwig? That is correct. All right. Good. Well, thank you so much for coming back and joining us again. I'm so glad you're here. I loved what you had to share last time. So if you, uh, those listening missed that one, go back and listen. She's got some great stuff, not just for single homeschooling moms, but for any mom, especially when it comes to high school. So you should go back and listen to that. So we want to move on to a few more questions um, that we uh, wanted to cover um, cost. We know that a lot of single moms are on a budget. Can you talk about affording curriculum and ways to save? Absolutely. So I love getting like super practical and nitty gritty. So this is like right up my alley. So I did <laughs> say, so the first thing that I would tell people when it comes to affording homeschool is like, have a realistic idea in your mind about what you're going to need to invest. Like, I don't think of it as spending money. It's an investment into your kid's education. Um, because 
while you can do it for like on a small budget, I think, especially when your kids get older, it's not going to be free. Right. And sometimes you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know free and cheap, like you can find those on Pinterest and everywhere. Like just like pay attention to what you're doing um, and where your money is going, because it is an investment. Um, you know, if they were going to school, you'd be buying school supplies and clothes and uh, tissue and field trips and, you know, all of those things, um, you know, to go somewhere else, um, you're going to have to invest into your homeschool so that your kids can have, you know, good quality things. So then the second thing I would say is I always opt for high quality, um, things like, I know that like printing stuff is super like available right now. Um, you could buy the downloadable version and all of that, but, I have a two-year-old that likes to eat paper. And so every time that I print something, he like he eats the top half or the teenagers that don't keep their things in order. Oh, mom, I can't find this page. I think it must have ripped out. So I try right. to get quality things so that you could do my first tip, which is I can use it with everybody. So mm-hmm. I, my six-year-old right now is using the same reading curriculum that I used for his big brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, because I invested in the cost and it's still good. It's still usable um, right now. So as much as possible, I try to get resources that I can reuse um, with everybody. And I'm constantly getting on my big kids. I'm like, don't doodle in the book. The baby <laughs> needs it. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And there's some, there's some decent used homeschool curriculum sites out there as well. Absolutely. You can find, um, you know, things it, for families that are done and, you know, they're Mm -hmm. happy to pass down, you know, their materials to you. Um, I will say this plug for HLTSA, they have an amazing single parent scholarship grant Mm. um, that you can apply for. It has been such a blessing to us over the years. Um, They will help you get what you need for your children. Um, And they even have partnerships with like Apologia and different curriculum companies that will give you an extra discount on top of the grant. So that is always um, an amazing resource to look for. Okay. Well, we're going to include that in the show notes because I think that's a really important thing for um, moms to hear. That is awesome. That is awesome. You know, I was thinking about when you were saying you want to use it for the other kids, sometimes it doesn't work for the next kid or, but, but the other thing we have to realize too, is sometimes we just have to tweak how we're approaching it. Absolutely. Like we're maybe not going to use the same things in one curriculum for one child that we would uh, use that we've used for another child. So before you throw it away and move on, think about ways you could make it work. Um, and the other thing that I really feel like has been a good investment, especially as the kids have gotten older, but even when they were younger, because that's so many of them, you know, it's like (laughs) eight kids all, you know, 13 and under. And, um, so there was that piece where I really wanted to, I needed to nurture independence. And so that meant that sometimes I was going to invest in a curriculum that had DVDs so that someone else was teaching them because, you know, I just, for one thing, it's just not in my nature to stand up and, I don't know, lecture, or I mean, I would, I do lecture them. I lecture them about their character, but I don't lecture them about math, you know? So it's like, well, somebody asked me once, so how many hours a day do you spend lecturing? I said, zip, zero, nada. Of course she was... (laughs) 
she was a college professor. So she was aghast, I think, um, that I would never lecture my kids, but it was just like, that's not how I homeschool. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for my kids. And I went to college. I found those lectures boring and unnecessary because I, I remember going through like a master's class and I was so offended at the amount of tuition that I had paid to go to the class and have the professor rehash what I had already read in the textbook. I was like, really? That's what I'm paying for. Right. You could have just learned it on your own, you know, right. and I was like I read the book. Why do I need to be here? <laughs> yeah. who would, We don't want to waste time. Right. There's, there's yeah. no point. And I feel like that's one of the things that I love about homeschooling and the stuff that I've shared in my book, the four hour school day is it's efficient because we go, okay, th- we're double timing here. We don't need to be doing this. So we're going to, we're just going to do this part of it. You know, yeah. you don't need, you know, they're getting bored with it and you're like, it's cause they already got it. We don't need it. So we get to like, go, okay, we're not doing that. We're not going to waste our time on that. We're going to move on to something else. So efficient. You know, I just, I I don't think parents understand how much freedom there is to say no to things. You can cut out the fluff. And I was going to say too, um, when you're looking at curriculum, like you don't have to buy all the pieces that come with it. Right. You don't need every, no, if it's helpful, use it. But a lot of times you don't need all of the things. Like I am like, if I just want the textbook, I, I don't need the parent guide with the, t- right. um, the answer key. Like I, I don't need all those extras, like just yeah. get what you need. And if you don't know what you need, ask somebody in your community that's maybe used it. Um, like check out and say, Hey, did you actually need like the 11 add-ons with that? And I'm sure they'll be able to help you. You know, we do that. I was going to say another thing is we have, at least in my area, I can think of two churches that have like a homeschool library. Mm. So you have the ability to do a couple of things. Um, it's a good place to take your things when you're done with it. Mm-hmm. It's also a good place to go and take a look at something. It's almost akin to like the convention hall where you right. can go and pick it up and flip through it um, and all those things. Um, and so you can also like either free, low cost or like rent or borrow. It's a way to get those things um, as well. Um, you know, right. you might not be able to keep it, but you can have it for the year and then you can return it. But though, like ask around because a lot of times there's a lot of resources um, if you just ask. Right. Um, and like our, one of the co-ops that we're a part of, um, they have like a book sale every year. So like you can literally go and homeschool mamas are cleaning out the closets and the bookshelves. Right. And you can find great resources that way. So just be like, create, it's almost like consignment shopping for your homeschool mm-hmm. stuff. Yes. Um, you know, like spend the money where you need to. So like, you know, splurge on the microscope that you can use for all eight kids. Um, right. But save, you know, your money on, you know, the math book or the reading book. Um, right. My other thing I would be, if you can use your library. So we're Charlotte Mason educators. So we are big on good, wonderful books. Um, most of our quote unquote curriculum are just books. So if you have a library that has a quality selection, I know that's becoming like a unicorn these days. Right. So if you have a library. <laughs> with a good selection, take advantage of that. Um, and so you don't have to spend money on those books because you can get them from the library and little homeschool mom tip here get everybody in your home that is eligible for a library card, a library card mm-hmm. so that you can check out more resources. But I have one child that reads slower than the allotted time that they let you have books. So what we will do is I will request his book on my card and then we'll 
request the book on his card and then request the book on a brother's card. So that way we're getting a little bit more time. Perfect. With the materials and still following the rules. Yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah, so exactly. Like that is a great way to save. And then I think my last money saving thing is combine your children whenever possible. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to have eight different options for history or eight, opt- you know, for science, right. like, you know, math, there's certain things that are skills based where everybody needs to work at their school level. But if you can combine your children for subjects, then you only mm-hmm. need to get like that one resource and you can share it and you can level it up or level it down you right. know, depending on the age and the skill right. Right. For your kids. Yeah. Like the mystery of history, she provides, you know, she actually provides activities for, you know, lower, middle and upper, which is super, super helpful. And of course it's written by a homeschool mom because she, so she gets it, you know, like there's going to be more than, more than one age here. So let's, you know, set it up for that. Right. And that's what I, that's what I love about, you know, so much of the homeschool curriculum out there. It's, it's typically a lot of it's set up for, for that kind of use. So yeah, that's really, really, really great. Um, And if it's not, I think it's easy to adapt. So here's yes. my, here's my usual go-to thing. I will find something that works for like the middle ground. And so mm-hmm. if you need to age up something, usually having like a writing thing works to age something up. Right. Right. Write, right. You know, write an essay, do a research paper, maybe read an extra book and dig deeper in what you're interested in. Those kind of things right. work. And then just doing less for the young people. Right. So yeah. my six-year-old doesn't have to like write a paragraph. He can draw mommy a picture. And, right. And just tell me about it. Or he can right. pull out his Paw Patrol doggies and reenact something. For right. It exactly. Super complicated. Um, right. To get the job and, done. And I love, you know, you're kind of using what you've got. Yeah. I think that's, that's so important. You know, like, what do we have at home? What do we have here um, that we can, that we can utilize to help with that? So I love the Paw Patrol. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> I learned that lesson with my older two. We were reading the Narnia series mm. and I was like, they're not learning anything. They're not going to remember anything. And then I remember eavesdropping on them playing outside. And, you know, they were to Narnia and the North for us. And I was like, oh, never mind. They're fine. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. Oh, man. I love that. Okay. So let's talk about extras like co ops and sports, okay, that kind of so thing. This is fun. So for a really long time, I was very resistant to extras. Mm-hmm. which is wise, especially when I had a lot of young, right. Young ones going along, protect your time mm-hmm. as a homeschooling family. Your priority is educating your children and being together as a family, right? Everything else is optional. Yes. That's so absolutely you don't, right. right. You don't want to get into the situation where sports is taking up all of your time and you don't have time for school. That's backwards. Right. Right. And then I would say as a Christian, you know, church, Right. It shouldn't be sucking up your church time. Um, so what I found was really easy was I had one group that we were a part of. It was a co-op. We only went to like the quote unquote social fun things. So we went for park days. We went for field trips. The, mm-hmm. the fun things that are actually more fun in a group, but they weren't going to be like, well, we can't do our math lesson today because we've got to go to this other thing. Right. So there's that. So know the difference between your co-ops. Is it academic? Is it social? Is it a combination of the two? Right. What are their requirements? We've done one semester. We did an academic based co-op because I thought, oh, it'll free up my time. It didn't work up like that. No. It yes. didn't work out the way I wanted to with the driving and the dropping off. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is not for us. I think it works great for some people. Yeah. Um, like 
if you really are not skilled in science and you can find a great science co-op, like go for it, but just be mindful of your family and what's yeah. going to work. That's absolutely right. Uh, <laughs> you're so funny. I feel like you wrote my book. Um, cause you're talking, yet. I know that's so funny because you keep talking about things that I've written about in the book. Like I talk about finding community, finding your tribe, that that's important. We do need support, but guarding that family time and, you know, and even guarding like chore time, like yes, my kids, if they don't have time to help maintain the home, you know, like, there may be a day here and there when it doesn't happen, but the rule is we're all maintaining this home. We're all taking care of the yard. We're all taking care of the house. And so if you don't have time to do your basic chores, then you are too busy, you know, yes. <laughs> um, and then time I, to like rest. I'm like, you have to, rest. yeah, exactly. All the time. Like, exactly. And take a nap. Yep. And I talk about, you know, being mindful of what season you're in, um, knowing your priorities. And I have a list of questions in there to, to ask yourself, to help you kind of hone in on what kind of community do you actually need that would be a good fit for your family? Because um, there's a bazillion different options out there and we want to be wise, like you said, and protect our family and our family time and our kids' education, um, their their work ethic, (laughs) (laughs) you know, things like that. So that's wonderful. That's awesome. I I love that. For co-ops, ask about scholarships. Um, Mm. There's, especially if it's a larger co-op, like ask about scholarships. You never know um, what kind of resources they have available, especially if your co-op's attached to a church. A lot of times, like they have members that maybe don't have kids, but they want to support, you know, that community. And so they will offer up scholarships for, you know, whatever reasons. Um, Right. We are only in one co-op actually. And so um, what I do is I volunteer to plan a couple of events for the co-op in exchange for our membership being waived. Perfect. So it's not actually, you know, a scholarship, but it, it literally took me one hour to plan an entire year's worth of activities. Um, it wasn't hard. It wasn't complicated. Um, and so I'm able to play a role in our, in that community. Um, and we're getting that benefit. So there's all kinds of ways, you know, and things to do um, right. as that, and and as that. a single mom, like don't feel like you have to keep up with the other parents, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, they're doing this, they're doing that, right? But if they have more than one adult, that's a part of the, the equation. Right. That might be what's allowing them to be as involved as they are. Right. Single parents, we don't have, like, our, our time budget is not that. Right. So just be cognizant of that. I, I love, I, really what you're saying is stewardship. You know, yes. it's not what you've been given, um, or haven't been given that matters is what you do with what you've been given. You know, I think understanding that even in situations where uh, it's a single parent homeschooling, God, God is sovereign over that. And he's not going to say, Oh, you're a single mom. So therefore you and your family are going to suffer that, you know, that's not his heart for us. And it's not his heart for single moms. He is, he is a God who loves to bless. And I believe that um, for whatever reason, he, He is preparing your kids for life through your particular circumstances. I believe that about every family and whether there's two parents or one parent, you know, um, doing, you know, doing the job. And they learn, they learn. My son came up to me yesterday and gave me a big hug and he's a teenager. So we know how special that, that was. Mm -hmm. He was like, mom, thank you so much. He wanted to do electronics to study for this year. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, let me look at the cost. And I said, well, you know what? 
we're just going to make it happen because like, he's actually interested in something. Mm-hmm. Jump on that. Right. And so he watched mama work a little bit extra and do all these things. And as all his stuff got here today, he was just like, mom, thank you so much, mm-hmm. um, you know, for my stuff. And I thought, mm-hmm. okay, like they're watching mom actually support what they're interested in. They're watching right. mom work. Right. Showing the gratitude for the work that's going in. Like, isn't that what yes. we want for our kids to understand uh, yeah. the importance of sacrifice, of discipline, mm-hmm. of hard work, of persistence and gratitude? Like, yes, like that's exactly what we want. And so you're right. They do. They learn those lessons. Like they may miss out quote unquote on certain things, but especially as they get older, I'm like, but if we did this, 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 and this, it would require me to like be gone or work mm-hmm. these things. And so they do, they, un- they see it. Um, right. They don't acknowledge it all the time. Cause you know, they're right. They're kids. They are learning those lessons. Those seeds are being planted and they do appreciate it. And you, you know, you might get half a second of that appreciation. Right. But it is there. But it's there. Absolutely. And I think what's going to be really cool is as they go into adulthood, I think you're going to be just absolutely floored at what they will express to you after having seen um, and walked, you know, walked with you through through all of this and and the way that you have, you know, God has led you to live your life. You know, Um, I know I see that with with our kids as they become adults, they connect the dots more as adults because their brains are more fully developed and they look back and they go, wow, they realize things and they come back to you and they say, thank you for that. Thank you for this. So it is. It's really Awesome. So talk a little bit about feeling like you don't fit in. Yeah. So I had this, it's really funny. I have, I don't walk around like waving my single mom flag. Right. Right. So it's always interesting to me, um, how it comes up in conversations because mm-hmm. somebody will mention something and I'll say, Oh no, but it's just me. Well, can't you help? I'm like, no, it's just me. I had no idea you were a single mom. Mm. And I was like, I know in the beginning when I would be open and upfront about that, it's a, it's a very like, it's, and it's not, I don't think it was intentional rudeness or intentional rejection, but I think that people don't know what to do with that. Right. right? When somebody's going through a hard time, it's like, Oh, well, I don't, it, 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 uh, you know, we don't always know right. what to say. We don't always know what to do. And I think a lot of people didn't under like, how do you homeschool as a single mom? And like, you know, well, I, and so it was really hard trying to connect with other moms mm-hmm. because, you know, they're like, oh, we're having mom's night out. Well, totally can't, you know, I can't come because like, I don't have somebody to sit with the children. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, we're, I was like, no, like, I, we're not going to do that. You know, it's not in our budget. So it can feel a little bit like you're on the outside, which is hilarious because as a homeschooler, you're already kind of on the outside. Right. And then as a single <laughs> parent in the community, you're, you're on the outside of the outsiders. Right. Um, so it can get a little bit lonely sometimes, mm-hmm. but I would just say like, for the people that are in the community, right? For our, our our families that have two parents in the home, like kind of be aware of that. Um, like when somebody says, oh, I'm a single mom, like be aware of like what your reaction is to that. Right, right. Um, like it's not, you know, the new leprosy where you have to like run away. Great. So what, what would be some good things that someone could say to someone when they so, find out? Right, so I, the best thing that people ask me all the time is, like, how can we like help you? How can mm-hmm. we, what do you need from us? Right. So we are at a new church. Um, we've been here since like for about a year now. And I kid you not, there's people like falling over themselves to help. It's like, Oh, I need a shoe. And there's like 80 people that are like trying to help. <laughs> 
it's funny. It's very weird. For, I'm like, I'm not used to this. But I think right. as the community, just being the community, right? Right. Communities are right. there to help and support one another. Right. So I think asking that mom, that dad, like, what kind of support do you need? How right. can we help and encourage you? Because if you're married and you're, you know, you don't know what the needs are. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think, too, also recognizing that it might take that person by surprise um, that you're asking and they may not have an answer in the moment. And so maybe to say or if they even if they give you an answer, basically, if they give you an answer, just say, "Okay, that's you know, you can you can expound on that or just say, Awesome. We, we're going to try to meet that need. If you think of anything else, let us know. Yes. So, you know, we're not putting a limit on, okay, you have to tell me right now. And, you know, that I never want to hear, you know, here again. Cause I think, I don't know that a, I know I wouldn't as a single mom, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, if, if someone didn't invite me to say, um, to, to tell them later, if I thought of more things, um, I wouldn't say anything. Absolutely. So, you don't or, want to be a burden. You don't exactly. Want to be a burden. And or, also, you're so used to doing it all yourself. It doesn't yeah. occur to you to ask somebody else. To help exactly. You. Or if maybe, um, maybe you ask that question of a single parent and they don't actually have an answer because they're kind of surprised right. that you asked, just say, Hey, you know, just, just think about it and then be sure to go and, and tell me, you can tell me later, be sure to go back and ask them again. Follow through with that. You know, I meant, you know, I meant what I said when I, I want to support you. Did you think of anything, you know, yeah. so have the follow through. So I think that really right there just invites them into just a more comfortable place to be able yeah. to, you know, express what, what it is they're actually needing. And I think be clear on your boundaries. Don't right. offer the help. If you like, just be clear about what you can and can't do. Because right. the worst thing in the world is to say, oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. And then you don't. Right. Um, that causes more damage than good in all kinds of situations. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's very disappointing and, and difficult. Yeah. yeah. I could so totally see that. Keep that in mind. And I think the easiest way to help and support is the children. Right. Mm. So when you're inviting people over for whatever, like, don't forget about those kids because. Right. Like they want, they need friends. They need that as well. And I will mm-hmm. tell you the best thing that my married friends do for us is invite us over to their home when mom and dad are both home so that my kids can see mm. what God's design for the family is. Cause mm. they're not getting that at home. Right. I, right. I, like they know that this is not God's design, but being right. able to actually see that, that's right. so important. Like let them oh. see mom and dad doing dishes together, mom and dad talking to the kids together, you know, dad praying for what, like, let them invite us into that so that they can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's so important. Um, I love that. I think too, just maybe, uh, especially for boys, I feel like as they get into the teen years, they need, a little bit of mentoring from oh, even a man. Oh, younger than that. I, like, yeah, I yeah, definitely younger. Looking for, and I'm going to forget the Royal Rangers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> blessing for my kids when they were smaller. Because I was mm-hmm. like, they, I was like, I want them to have that positive male example, that positive male influence. And yes, especially as teenagers, to have somebody that can come along and be like, listen, you don't talk to your mom that way. 
you right. don't treat your mom that way. Like you're mm-hmm. supposed to be a young man. This is what you're supposed to do. Or even somebody for them to go and talk to you to be like, my mom's getting on my nerves and they can right. pour into your kids yeah. and, and talk to them and hold them accountable and, you know, go do things. Like I, one of my kids likes to fish. And I'm like, I don't know anything about that. So I'm like, Hey, I asked a church, is anybody, Oh yeah, we go all the time. We'll take them with us. You know, that's like, so great. Anything and everything that you would do as the community, just like, just be the church. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. For single single parents. um, I know it's hard, but ask, like, ask, let people know what you need. Don't be too afraid. (laughs) Don't be ashamed. Ask for what you need. So last couple, two testimonies I want to share with that. So a couple years ago, I was without a vehicle. I didn't have the money to get a new vehicle. I didn't know how long it was going to take for us to get a new vehicle. And like, we were missing church. It was just, it was really hard. And somebody at our church reached out and said, we haven't, I haven't seen you. I've missed you and the boys, like what's going on. And normally my response, Oh, nothing. We're fine. No. Well, I don't have a vehicle. Long story short, about a month and a half later, that church member met me at a car lot and just said to me, which one do you want? Oh my gosh. And wow. For the vehicle. And we were blessed with a practically brand new vehicle with no mm. cost to me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Never in my life would I have imagined yes. that that wow. would happen, Right. And when they asked what we needed, it wasn't, I was not thinking, oh, well, this person's going to like right. check and buy my right. car. I thought, oh, maybe they have a connection somewhere. Or they know, no. But you don't know because you don't ask. And right. there times when like Christmas rolls around and I thought, you know what? I like uh, we have we have roof over our heads. We have food and that's going to be our Christmas. And we're going to like watch a Christmas movie and chillax. And for somebody to be like, hey, do you guys need anything this holiday season? And in my pride, I want to be like, no, we're fine. No, like I don't have extras for Christmas gifts. And then to watch an entire homeschool and church community band together to provide Christmas for your children. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's a, That's, it's encouraging to me as a mom mm-hmm, and humbling, mm-hmm. of course, but then right. to look at your kids and say, so this is what the church is about. This is right. what the community is about. This yeah. is why when we have $10 and somebody has a need, we give them that $10 mm-hmm, or we give them mm-hmm. $5, you know, mm. more things. And so just being able to, give people the chance to be a blessing to you. Right. Give God the space to show you that he will provide for you and that he sees you, that he loves you, that he cares about you. Like small things, like would it have been the end of the world? There was nothing under the tree. Of course not. (laughs) Like it would not have been terrible and traumatic and awful because we were alive and healthy and together. But God wanted to use that, you know, mm-hmm. to be a blessing mm-hmm. to us and an encouragement, you know, to the people around us. So like, just be open, put yourself out there. Yeah. You don't have to stay on the outside. You know, I'm right. not, like, part of a huge group. I keep it small and tight. Um, I, you know, I don't have a lot of time to invest into a lot of relationships, but just knowing that I have people that I can call and I'm like, you know what? I'm sick. I can't, you know, I can't get around. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. that's okay. I'm going to send a Walmart order to your house. What's your address? 
Wow. Like, can somebody pick my kids up, you know, for youth group tonight because I'm too sick to go, but just those kinds of things, right? Right. That's the point of community. And I think that we see, I know at least I see a lot of my married friends, like they have their circle that do things. um, And it's like, well, I had to realize I was on the outside because I was choosing to be on the outside. Mm. I had to go over myself. And say, hey, I, I we have this need. Like, I know that you know I might not be able to reciprocate in that exact same way, but I have this need. Can anybody here help me? And then, right. like, you do your part when you can. You know, I had a right. friend; they were down with the bug recently, and she sent me a text. We're out of water. I was like, I'll be right there. Right? I mm-hmm. picked up some water, left it on the door, knocked on the door, and kept on going. So, just mm-hmm. you know, if everybody can be the community, if everybody can yeah. be the church. You know, when you look at the church in Acts, what were they doing? They were meeting together right. and breaking bread and sharing resources and and all of those things. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what we need to do in household community. That's right. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. So if you could tell single moms anything, this is the last question, when it comes to navigating homeschooling as a single mom, what would that be? I would, I would tell them this. God sees you. Think of what the angel of the Lord said to Hagar when she was running away, right? The God who sees me, he sees you. He sees your heart. He sees your struggles. He sees your te- your tears. He knows what you need. He knows what your children need and he loves you. And if you could just lean into that and let that wrap itself around you so that you can mm-hmm. trust him. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Educating our kids is important. Um, but I'm going to go on a limb. And I think you might like that. That's not truly the goal of homeschooling as a Mm -hmm. Christian parent is not like that diploma at the end. It's so much more than that. Mm -hmm. And so you can just trust in that. Like I can't, there has never, ever been a time in my life where God has not come through. He time Mm -hmm. and time again proves himself faithful. Mm -hmm. That's my message is God. Like if God has called you to homeschooling, no matter what your situation looks like, He's not going to call you to it and then leave you there by yourself. He's That's there right. You. He's Absolutely. Exactly what you need, exactly what your kids need. Just trust him throughout the process and just watch how it grows and strengthens not only your faith, but the faith of your children. Like mm-hmm. when my kids are like, but mom, I don't know if God's going to da 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 And I'm like, look at the van outside. What are you worried about? Like, are you getting mm-hmm. me? Like, look at that. <laughs> like that is our, you know, that is our, you know, altar on wheels to the Lord. Like what is right. There's the evidence right there. <laughs> I love it. Well, on that note, I'm going to close in a word of prayer. Thank you so much for sharing your heart. I feel like this wasn't just for single moms. I mean, I'm listening to all this and I'm like, this is good stuff for any mom. So hopefully lots and lots of moms are listening and, um, and being encouraged by what you had to say. So thanks for being with us. Let's go ahead and pray. Lord, thank you so much for this time together. Father, uh, you're such a good God. I thank you that when you call us to something, you equip us for it. And I thank you for the um, just the wise words and experience that uh, LaToya has shared today. And I pray that every mom listening would be encouraged, single or not. But I pray specifically for the single moms out there. Lord, I pray just for your peace to flood over them as they recognize how worthy you are to be trusted. Lord, it's it's so encouraging to hear someone else's testimony and to hear that testimony of your faithfulness. It gives us um, what we need to trust you uh, for our lives as well, Lord. So thank you so much for your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yeah.